<laughs> All right. Welcome to the second episode of the Chopping It Down podcast featuring your host, me, Daniel Rivera. We have Zion and Joel in the chairs next to me. How you guys doing? I'm doing good, Dan. I'm doing Thank awesome. That's awesome. So we put out our first episode of this podcast on January 25th, uh, which is yesterday from what we're recording today. Um, we really appreciate the feedback and the listeners for uh, just supporting us and sharing it with all your followers. You know, it's a first episode of a very long going project. And to see, you know, so much support right out of the gate for us three was really overwhelming. Um, How did you guys feel about the, the feedback that we got? Uh, I got a lot of positive feedback and, and some good constructive criticism. Uh, so I'm 100% looking forward to continue to do this and uh, you know, <laughs> get as many listens and followers as possible. Yeah, especially for you too. You know, we talked about last week on the podcast how you know it was you know really just me at the beginning, and then you two joined just because you guys felt like it. So, yeah. how does it feel being a part of this you know project that so many people you know are are going to be listening to? Exciting. Like I, f- I got goosebumps just looking at it. He was like, <laughs> no, "Wow, yeah. like people are actually listening to us." Like, right. wow, that's it was pretty good. Yeah, to see you know you guys shared on your Instagram stories and on Snapchat and on Twitter, uh, it, it brought a big smile to my face. I was overwhelmed yesterday because <laughs> you know we put out the podcast uh, yesterday on January January twenty fifth. Please go check it out if you have it. Uh, it's a great starting point if you're ever thinking about starting your own business or podcast. Uh, we really delve deep in like inspirations and going uh, going in more on you know what made us want to start this podcast and what made me want to start the podcast and then you know their motivations for it as well so make sure you guys go check that one out uh, but like like I said we really appreciate you know what you guys have done and hopefully you guys will continue to listen to us more um, you know these podcasts are gonna go out every week uh, they're not gonna stop um, you know even me being a little bit under the weather right now, I'm trying to push it on through it. The grind never stops. <laughs> grind never stops. Exactly. Because we pushing. just love we just love talking. And, you know, the more we get to do this and the more we see that people are listening, the more motivated we are going to be feeling. So, you know, that's why I'm a little bit higher energy. You know, I had three, <laughs> I had three cups of coffee before this podcast. We did just had a cipher before this podcast. Yes, we really we really are trying to, you know. Bring bring some more energy to it because you know last well, last week was a good you know starting point for you know first time listeners for our first episode Absolutely. you know it was pretty chill but you know eventually you know once we start getting our groove going we want to get, get more comfortable in front of the camera and behind these microphones so please don't be afraid to you know still give us some feedback tell us how you're feeling um, yeah absolutely so what kind of feedback did you hear so all the feedback that I got was mostly positive. Um, I got some criticism on, you know, some constructive criticism on how the way I promoted it. I kind of just like blasted it out to everybody. Um, you know, I, sh- I, you know, some criticism of myself. I think I should have been a little more prepared for the promotion. I think I just need to get better on marketing. You know, I have a business management degree. I didn't, li- I didn't take a lot of classes on marketing. Mm. So I just have to, you know, learn how to market it better and how to get it into more people. You know, I had I had the links and everything, but you know, a lot of the ways that social media likes to do it, they don't like to, you know, they don't like to let you put links out on your profiles and stuff like that, like where it's easy to access. Really, I thought so, they do. Right, exactly. I thought so. Even on like Instagram, mm-hmm. you can put a link in your story, but no one can click it. Okay, because I was I was legit <laughs> trying to. The figure only out way you why. could do that is if you're verified. That's 
crazy. How do you get verified on that? By well, just being like a popular, know, popular and yeah, okay. pop, popular well, influencer it, or so. creator. So it's time for us to get popular then. Yeah, make us popular so we can get verified so we can get yeah. that feature. Actually, let's start with the Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, I didn't feel like the need to create an Instagram page just because, like. You know, people are gonna follow it, and I'm gonna blast it on my Instagram, and they're gonna and they're gonna put it on their social medias. So right now, we really don't need one because we don't have a dedicated like okay. people that just found us. Yeah. Once sure. we once we once start we once we start seeing more that people are just coming to us straight from the app itself, mm-hmm. and not just because like people are telling them to, mm-hmm. then we can have a dedicated page that way we could post updates and stuff like that. Okay. Because to be honest, I. I barely use Instagram now. Like <laughs> all, all my stuff is from like four months ago, the last time I posted. And, you know, I just come back with this podcast and people, you know, are like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> right. Um, so, Joel, I feel like, you know, you're the one that joined this podcast last. And you're the one that really, you know, doesn't really have like a social media presence as much as me and Dion has. So how was it seeing that, you know, people are listening to you? And like, how, how did that feel? I felt great, honestly. Like the first day it came out, I was like, I have to listen to this. And then after that, I was like listening to my part and seeing how I sounded and everything. I was like, I wonder how I feel about this. Like, I don't know if I like this. And then you were talking about how like you were thinking about things like, oh, we should change and things like that. Low key, I'm like, "Eh, I was all right, but it was great. Like seeing all these followers, it was awesome. (laughs) No, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's all of our first time doing something. Well, I shouldn't say it's my first time because I was in a band before and I used to play drums and I used to try to build like a social media following with drums. So this is definitely not my first time, you know, putting something out there for people to watch. But it is really just me. Like Mm -hmm. before, it used to be just music and I used to just create music with the drums and put it out there. It was never really much of me talking or like my personality. So this is definitely like a big jump from that. Okay. uh, I wanted to ask you, Zion. What's up? What did you feel about, you know, putting yourself out there, you know, as a as a podcaster? Um, how do I feel? I always I kind of at some point I kind of always kind of wanted to uh be a part of something like this. Uh only because I consume this content myself. Like I listen to podcasts, I watch a lot of YouTube. So, you know, subconsciously I'm always thinking like I wonder how I would do if I was in this position where like I have to talk to millions of or hundreds or thousands or, or even a few people on uh, a network such as this. So uh, it felt pretty good, to be honest. I did receive some criticism myself and how, you know, I should be more concise with my thoughts, which I've been working on for years. I, yeah. I don't know how to do it. It's it's rough. I just talk and I, I can't seem to get my point across for whatever reason. So, um, you know, that was humbling to hear <laughs> i guess um but I, it feels great overall it feels great and i'm looking forward to doing this even more and i hope we push it enough where we're gonna get the audience to um, make this into a, a big production yeah definitely the more we do this the better we'll get at it I, exactly right for sure for sure i mean you know coming into this it was it was a challenge for sure like we mentioned it last podcast it took us three times to yeah. finally to get something that we, we wanted to put it out. Yeah. And now that we put something out and now that we've seen the feedback, now it's just more motivating for us to want to do this more. Um, exactly. Yeah, I feel more confident now. 
after like putting that first video out or the sound it was right. after this one i feel like it's gonna get better and yeah. I, I like what you said last episode too because you um people i'm, I'm sure people do this often where you kind of just have an idea and, and you just go out and do it like you had an idea to start a podcast and you you're doing it and uh, a lot of people try to come into this and think like all right they basically want instant gratification right where they think they're gonna make money or uh, they're gonna get a big following you know within a month or two or maybe a few months or whatever how people think and uh your thought process is you don't really care about that or, or not as much as uh other people would like you don't care if, if in a few months you're still not making money you know but hopefully in a year at, at least which is i think a realistic goal we have enough followers and you know could potentially uh make something out of it but the fact that uh that this is still like something it, it's just something we want to do not just because mm-hmm. we think money's coming out of it so that's i really like yeah, that about it's like you're following a hobby you're just trying exactly. to do your hobby you're not trying to seek anything else you just want to do your hobby and that's yeah absolutely this will not make money for maybe like a year i'm gonna put mm-hmm. a year on it okay you know being a being in business management and being in some entrepreneurship classes it's it's rough. Mm-hmm. You know, we're definitely going to be spending money a lot before we start earning it. For sure. Like, even with, you know, the ease of Anchor and their sponsorship program, we still need like a thousand listeners before we <laughs> even make $15. That's the goal by the end of the year, a thousand listeners. A I thousand mean, listeners and we get $15 for a thousand. You know, we yeah. had we had, you know, we had a pretty good number of first time streams for our first episode. I would agree. But, you know, it's still we still need a lot more before we start, you know, actually making some money. So please, if you're ever starting anything, do not expect to make money right away. You know, if you open up a restaurant or if you open up, you know, your own photography studio or you're just doing photography, be prepared to invest money before you start making money. There is no business in this world where you do not invest money right. to get money. You have to spend money to make money. Yeah. I, I always uh, kind of, I guess, live by that in a sense. Yeah, I saw um, my friend Dami, you guys know Dami. He sure. posted a, a tweet about this. And, you know, he everyone is so worried about money nowadays that everyone is just, you know, like, you know, just doing their jobs and just getting a solid paycheck from that. But if you ever want to see, like, more money come through the door, you really have to push yourself and be able to create something that you want to do and be prepared to spend a lot of money before making money. Mm-hmm. You know, the resale game is a great example of that. You know, you have to buy all these sneakers, you have to invest time in it. But then, you know, you either wait on the sneakers or it might take a it may take a really long time to, you know, to sell the sneakers or to sell the clothes, whatever you bought. But you're gonna be making money from that, but it just mm-hmm. takes time. And you need to keep doing it in order to, you know, persevere. Like, let's just say if we did this po- the first episode of the podcast and we only had one listener, would we stop? Absolutely not. Nope. We bought, look at all this equipment that we <laughs> bought, you know, the studio space that we got, all this stuff, we'd, we would basically be throwing it away if we just stopped because just one right. listener, you know, <clears throat> was in. So whatever you do, no matter what it is, you have to make sure that you're willing to put in time and money into it. 100% easily. All right. So now we're going to move on to our main topic of this podcast after that nice little recap. Um, this morning, uh, January 26th, Sunday, 
uh, an unexpected death happened today. Kobe Bryant, you know, famous NBA basketball player, along with his daughter Gianna, who was 13, and seven other people all passed away on a helicopter crash today that was headed toward a game in California. Um, our hearts are deeply with Kobe's family and all the rest of the families who belong to the people on the helicopter. Um, it came so unexpected today. I was taking bro. a nap and I woke bro. up and I saw the news. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane, bro. The the That's response to his death has been overwhelming. I can't imagine, you know, how his family is feeling. Kobe Bryant left behind such a great legacy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he left such a big impact on the NBA itself. You know, it's so sad to see a legend like that go. Bro, like, I, unfortunately, I found out while I was still working and I was with customers at the time. I, like, just so happened to open my uh, a group chat I was in and they sent the TMZ tweet, uh, by the way, which, unfortunately, TMZ released that tweet without notifying the family first, which is just, like... That's kind of disrespectful. Yeah, it, we, it, always, it really we don't like TMZ. It, and I and I saw it was TMZ. I thought I was like, nah, 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 <laughs> nah. I'm not believing that. It's fake, fake news. Um, and then, it, like, I just kept seeing more tweets flooding in, and like, I'm still right now in disbelief. I I grew up like loving Kobe Bryant. I think I got into basketball. I think in '08, um, when it was prime Celtics and Lakers, you know, rivalry. My friend was a Celtics fan, and I was a Lakers fan. Um, and we would just go back and forth, you know, year after year when the Lakers won, then the Celtics won, then the, the Lakers won or, 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 you know, uh, but man, like this is really extremely shocking to me. And I still, yes, Kobe, Kobe Bryant is a legend. He had a legendary Bro. last game. <laughs> I've now I've seen that last game clip like now so many times he was, Freaking. he left such a big impact, not only on the NBA, but in you know sports culture as a whole in general man he his his ethic was crazy i i um he's he's more ruthless than i thought he was when i was younger cuz i hear i hear a lot of stories about that man i watched him in the Shaq interview and how they used to get into it just because they both were so passionate about the game right you know the it was a uh pretty much like a not not even a friendly competition between them it was like a real competition. Yeah, it was a, it was, within, a, it was a damn good rivalry. Yeah. With, with, then we're talking about teammates, too, uh, with both Shaq and Kobe. And after Shaq left the Lakers, they still were going at it. But, but overall, Kobe was just um, – his demeanor, he had a strong demeanor, and, and he would always be – he's like he, – he pretty much is your typical, like, smack talker. He, like, talk a lot of, um, you know – smack to you when you're when you're acting soft i suppose which uh, a lot of people weren't a fan of but you know again he's just a, a man that was very passionate about the thing that he did and very strong role model it, for a lot of people exactly right and um <sighs> <laughs> Yo, so it's really so joel I, I wanted to ask you because i know you're really not into sports culture yeah. that much so i know you know you never really seen kobe bryant the way we do but, you know, he is a pretty big icon. So how does this death, you know, so unexpected, how, how would it affect someone like you that well, really doesn't have a lot of experience in NBA, like knowledge? I mean, 
because I'm not into social media like that, I didn't find out until like a couple of hours ago. I mm. didn't find out when everyone else found out. Like I was pretty late into it. But just finding out about it and like it kind of like shook me. It's like, wow, this exactly. person that you know is actually gone. Like right. someone who actually did something in the world and actually changed a lot of people's lives. Exactly. It, it it's hard to believe that someone like him just isn't around anymore. Yeah. And like Yo. how life can just end so soon and you don't know when Insane, it's going to happen. Bro. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it makes What's... it worse that like his daughter, especially being there. Absolutely. Not so being able to grow very up. young, you know, didn't get to, you know, obviously had a better life than, you know, your average 13 year old. But still, the fact that she doesn't get to see this world anymore. Bro, even before I knew her daughter, his daughter was on the plane. I was thinking to myself, like, imagine what his family is feeling yeah, now that no. they know the daughter's gone. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could ever come back from that. Like, it'll take me a very long time, especially because if I did he have two or three daughters? Wow. Excuse me for for not knowing. But um, I know he 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 just recently had another child. Um, but I don't remember if he has a middle child. Regardless, just knowing that is is really like heart wrenching. Yeah, my my mom actually when she found out, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to see, you know, other people's views when you're not really into sports. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you know someone so big, and someone that seemed like so unstoppable when it came to their worth oh, ethic yeah. and the and the legacy that they left behind, you know, obviously he had such a fruitful life. And to see it all come to an end so quickly and so exactly. fast in an accident, you know, this wasn't a natural cause. This is just exactly. this is something that happened. Mm -hmm. Almost know, everyday stuff, almost. Yes, like people, like you know, helicopter rides, yeah. you know, are are not too you know uncommon for right. you know people of his yeah. you know wealth. So to see like such a you know a bi a big accident like that and kill nine people. It, it it's heart wrenching for a lot of people. Yeah, man. Um, I, I I really want the NBA to do something big. Uh, I know I saw a lot of tweets either um, people saying that they should retire both number you know twenty four and number eight for everybody. Uh, which honestly, I I don't know how I how I feel about that. I I love Kobe Bryant, um, uh, but that that's a that's definitely an interesting take. I wouldn't be upset if they did, um, but. There are, that, that many, would, there are many passionate opinions on what it, the NBA yeah, should do. Exactly. And it just goes to show how many people are exactly. affected by uh, Kobe's passing. One of my favorite th things that someone said was they should change the NBA logo to him. And they, they like uh, showed a couple mock images, which looked pretty good, honestly. That that would be, be nice. That would be sick. Because I, I think the original NBA logo is Jerry West. I should definitely fact check myself because I could be <laughs> completely wrong. But um, that that's obviously been the logo for years. So I mean, if they change it, I don't think I don't think anyone would be mad. And, uh, and it, it's not as easy because they have to change. You know, it's not just about changing the logo. It's it's going to cost a lot of money for them yeah. to do that. Um, but that a lot of rebranding for sure. Will, but for sure, exactly. But for for an icon such as Kobe, yeah, man, and the know, he's just like it's too soon. Yeah, he's, the NBA has the NBA has to find a, a good way to honor him, even if it's changing the logo for like a year, for like a, a basketball season. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think you well, know, maybe the jerseys or something. Yeah, because you know the mm -hmm. NBA always falls under scrutiny. Yeah, and I think if they show. You know, respect, some kind of a compassion, respect and, and compassion yeah. for a legend that passed so soon. I I believe you know they will be, you know, seen as 
as good people. For sure. But uh, I mean, that kind of leads me into what you guys think happens after death. Like, what's your <laughs> view? What do you think happens? Like, you know. Well, I I believe in reincarnation. Okay. I believe mm-hmm. that when we pass away, we are reincarnated into an animal or a human and we share and now we share their thoughts. Can we be reincarnated into things? Um no. <laughs> like because, laptops or like, the <laughs> like what if objects? I wanted to be a table? Okay. No. no <laughs> tables don't life. have brains. <laughs> like I understand I animals, but I think more of like an afterlife. Like when you die, you come as someone so you the share person. the same view. Yeah, but not like, I don't feel like we come back as animals. I feel like animals come back as animals and we come back as humans. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's how it is. Really? Well, like, so, so when I say that, I believe that our consciousness goes into like a newborn something. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, like there has to be a soul and a consciousness in something that's born. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, so it's like when someone passes away, you know, they come out and they're like a new person. You know, it's like, it. you know, there's so many things that tell, you know, who you were and, you know, how you were in a past life mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And there's so many mythos and legends like that. But, you know, who who really knows you don't. what happens yeah, after that? You know. No one can come. No one has come back from the dead and been able to tell us what happens. It's such, it's such an incredible mystery. I'm sure there's a lot of money being spent on, on like trying to figure it trying out. to figure it out, which <laughs> yeah, I think is kind I of absurd. There is. It's it's such an interesting topic to I delve know, into and right. to research. I know there's a lot of people spending money on freezing themselves to, so basically, I think what happens is, uh, they sign a contract where, uh, when they die, their body gets put into a, uh, uh, freezer. And their body freezes, and who knows, somewhere in the distant, fu- not not distant future, because I don't think it'll be it'll be in the distant future. But somewhere in the future, mm-hmm. some kind of technology comes along where they could possibly revive themselves. I guess like bring them back the soul, bring them back somehow. Mm-hmm. Shape and people are actually spending money on this, which yeah, I'm not I think surprised. is kind of. I'm not surprised either because I mean, if I have a lot of money to throw away, why not? You know, just. <laughs> I guess just to Cause just in case, <laughs> right? Just in case, like something actually does happen, which I, I highly doubt. But I mean, if I had the money, sure, I guess. Um, like my my thing is with with reincarnation is you know people are spending so much money to figure it out, but what if what if there's nothing to figure out? What if it's just how it is? That is a possibility, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that you know that, maybe maybe these resources are being wasted. Yeah, I mean, I so I grew up in a Christian household, uh, so I think that um when we die like i believe there's a there's a place we kind of go to and then and then uh i believe it's it's either heaven or hell at first or or like a preliminary stage i don't really know exactly i forgive me i haven't been to church in a while (laughs) but um just growing up it kind of is stuck in my subconscious where i where that's what i think happens when i die is um after a while, like our soul kind of just hangs in the air, I guess. And then the judgment day will come and then, you know, we'll be judged and we will either be sent to heaven or hell. Um, Do you keep your the same consciousness? Do you keep your soul when you when you pass on? Uh, is yes. It, is it you? Like if I go wherever I go, am I going to still love drums? 
it's gonna be you it's just gonna it's be gonna, just like in a different body not somewhere. so not a body i think it's just just your soul well, um yeah uh or just your spirit your, I guess. Soul yeah. your soul is your soul your soul is your soul and, and uh your spirit will will linger i i really don't remember because it's just been forever but um, like, like an angel uh i guess sure you'll but on judgment day you'll be an angel or you'll be in hell and you will have your consciousness you will like think about all of the <laughs> so sins that you've committed i didn't really grow up in a household where death was discussed often um but you know you know having family you know you always experience death and now that i'm getting older you know i'm seeing a lot more of my uncles uh you know and my mom's friends who are you know and they're like 60s and 70s um, I'm st- we're starting to see them pass on, mm. you know, and, you know, my mom, you know, whenever she sees, you know, someone close to her age, you know, pass away, she always gets scared. Mm-hmm. You know, Denise DeCenzo, I don't know if you guys know who that is. She was uh, an anchor for Channel 3, Eyewitness News, and she used to do like takes on Sundays and stuff like that. She was like a, she was like a Connecticut legend mm. and she passed away at 62 mm-hmm. from like a sudden heart attack. Mm. And, and you see her, she does not look 62 at all. She looks super healthy, mm. but she, you know, she just passed, you know, she passed on so unexpectedly. So wow. here's a question for you guys. Do you guys fear death? Yes. I don't fear death. I fear the idea of nothing happening after. I feel like if we die and nothing happens, I'm, I'm going to be upset. That makes no sense. Like, okay. So for instance, like. If you die and nothing happens, like you're just a Okay, nothing. but if you die and nothing happens, you won't know. Exactly. You're dead. So how could you I mean <laughs> it's fear, it's okay. fear it's, of it's, the unknown. It's, That's yeah, it's, it's Okay. Just, I don't know. I'm not afraid of death. I'm just afraid ah. I'm afraid of uh the way I die. I why? I don't know why. I've been having a lot of dreams in the past few years of me getting shot. And if it's to the point where like it, it kind of feels real, obviously I don't know what it feels like to get shot, but uh, I'm sure we've all had that dream where it it just 100% feels real. Um, and I, I don't know why, but I, I fear that I'm gonna get shot and die, and it's gonna be a long, sufferable. Uh, but you, but you don't know why. I don't know why I would be shot. No, you don't know why you are afraid of it. Yeah, because I I have a very low pain tolerance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Here's a fun fact for you. When you're dreaming and you die in your dream, you know you wake up every time? Yes. Because your brain doesn't know what's going to happen after. Yes, and that has happened (laughs) multiple times within the last few years. So it's very scary. I I just fear a long, painful death. That's what it is. See, so I don't fear death at all. And here's why. Because if you go on in your life and you, you you live life every day, and, you know, you live life like me, go to job, you know, on the weekends, we do this podcast thing, you know, we drive cars every day and we do, we do some pretty risky stuff. When you're driving, you're trusting other people not to crush into you. Like, no, I don't it really. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you can't control the person behind you. So right. if they wanted to, they could just ram right into you. I'm saying I don't trust them. That's what I'm saying. But you kind of, you kind of are by driving. <laughs> but you have to. Okay. But you kind of are which by driving. You know which what I mean? Why, yeah. Which is why I don't fear it, because if I just have this constant fear of death, when death can happen so many ways, 
you can't you can't be afraid of that. You'll you'll never leave the house. You die from anything nowadays. And even if you don't leave the house, something can happen like a natural disaster or something like that. So I hear what you're saying. Death is inevitable, pretty much. Death, but death can happen also in so many ways. Yeah, right. It's unavoidable. We are we all are going to die at some point. So yes. coming from someone that doesn't fear death, <laughs> coming from someone that has died before, I can't understand. <laughs> I can't understand when people have a fear of death. I just don't understand why people are are afraid of death or the way they die. Like that movie Countdown, that is the stupidest movie I've ever I've ever seen a trailer for. That's the one with the time on your arm, right? I, no, it's the one, no. That's um. That's that's that Justin Timberlake movie. I can't okay. think of it. But no, a countdown is about this. Uh, it's about this app on your phone. Oh, and it the tells app you one. when okay. you're gonna die. <laughs> and like the scary part is like if there's a timer, and some people, oh my god, it's gonna be like 25 years until I die. And then someone gets like three days, or someone gets like two hours. Mm. Wow. And then like when those two hours are up, like an entity comes and kills them. <laughs> but why are people so curious about? when they die like there's like facebook quizzes all the time about like how am i gonna die how you know when yeah, am i gonna when, die who cares i don't know people maybe i don't know maybe it, i don't know it, it could be <laughs> a lot of personal reasons maybe someone uses that for motivation or something i could see i could see it being used for motivation but or or demotivation like i'm about to die soon so i'm not gonna do anything well that's that not would, <laughs> well that would be like you know, a cancer patient that's that's heard that. You know, cancer patients have heard when they're gonna die. Sure. You know, and it's and it's a scary thing when you actually know it. So to, you know, be afraid of it, you know, it, you can't really be. You know, I just don't understand the fear of death. You know, I don't have a lot. Of, I I don't have a lot of fears in this world. Um, I do fear scary movies and jump scares. <laughs> Hate that stuff. <laughs> but he's not afraid of death. But so I'm not afraid of death. <laughs> so you guys don't want to know when you are going to die? No. When? Yeah. No. Would you? If I was given a choice, though, like let's say someone had a gun to my head and they said you have to know when, either when you, when you die or how you die, I would choose when. Why? Easy. Because if you hear how you die, mm -hmm. let's say it's like, oh, you're going to be driving a car. Oh, that could be okay. Time, I can be, I can day. die tomorrow. I can die in fifty years driving a car. Oh, okay. That creates fear. Yeah. If you get how you already expect it, you can live your best life. You can mm -hmm. live, however. Like if someone said I was gonna die at eighty, I would be like, oh, okay. What if they were like, you're gonna die in two days? What would you do? I don't know. That changes a lot, right? That, that changes <laughs> a lot, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you know. Would you be cautious or would you live like? I live crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah. I live crazy. I would too, honestly. If someone came up to me and was like, you're going to die in an hour. I was like, bet. I'm going to rob a bank. What if we all died? Like, soon. Well, hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully I don't know. But, that was just but, a dark you know, it's, it's unexpected. You know, going back to Kobe Bryant. Big legend. Died unexpectedly. Denise DeCenzo died unexpectedly. You know. Oh, wait. Hold up. You know what I just thought of? What if... So I'm sure you guys all heard of Illuminati, right? Yes. What if oh, we're, we're going into that episode what if, two. What if he signed? Like, what if there was this thing that he signed that said, "You're gonna be like the most successful one of the or let's say the most successful basketball player since Michael Jordan. You're gonna make millions, billions of dollars, but you're gonna die at 41. And there's gonna be a cash. And your daughter. 
No, no, no. Like, there's a catch to it. Right. He doesn't know it. Like, and the catch is his daughter. Exactly. Right. So you're going to die at 41 and you're going to lose someone I close can't, to you. I, I can't believe in that stuff. I don't believe in that. I don't. Like, <laughs> but but I like stuff. to think about it's it. Just, I do like it, to think yeah, about it. Yeah, like, it's so interesting to think and, about. Like, you know, it is yeah, it is cool to think about, but it, it just seems kind of silly to me. It, mm-hmm. it, it 100% is. Would you? But if you... And I'm not saying this is real at all. Would you like, take it? Would you take that deal? Hell no. I would not. I would much rather work my way. Mm-hmm. I, even if I didn't become successful, I would rather be comfortable being even a middle class citizen rather than... Uh, Someone who's super big and super famous exactly. and super rich. Like, that would be cool, but what po- what... Like, what is the point if it's all going to just go to waste? Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know how this podcast might turn out. <laughs> <laughs> you sure. know, I, I don't I don't think this podcast is going to, you know, be Kobe Bryant levels of big. You know? Hey, never say never, man. Hey, if it does, though, it you know, living a rich life is definitely way more riskier than living a life that we live now. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you have so many eyes on you all the time. Yeah. You know, and you're able to like. Like, dude, driving in a car is much safer than flying in a helicopter for Which is, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's I drive a car. I drive a lot well, every day. They say the um, safest way to travel is through plane. Because it's fastest? No, it's just the safest. I, I don't know exactly why. Well, but because it's faster. I mean, maybe because you're like, so isolated. And because the technology that's out there that allows planes to fly and communicate with other planes, like, it's much harder yeah. for, to, to but crash if you, like, one. Look up the research, like... Plane accidents compared to car crashes. I'm pretty sure car crashes. There's significantly also less a lot of less planes though. True. You have to factor that in too. That's also true. Yeah. Like a lot. Like think about how many car accidents happen every day. day. (laughs) Exactly. You know, in a country of over 350 million. Bro, just the past couple, this whole month, I've I'm pretty sure we've had at least myself. I've had at least three customers come in and tell me, yeah, I totaled my car. Either Last Saturday, I saw seven car accidents just because of the snow. <laughs> so, no, nah, the yeah. snow is understandable, I guess, um, <coughs> which sucks because I mean the snow is kind of uh, a little bit unpredictable because you think you're doing fine and all of a sudden you're, you're like, not. in a yeah. barrier. Yeah, yep, that happened to me and once. So you I know spun out, out of nowhere. The car, I spun out out of nowhere one time. It's it's scary, you know. Yeah, but I didn't fear death though. I was just like, you know what. If I die, I die. <laughs> yeah, but bro, imagine you're in a bad car accident and you're not dead. You're suffering. That's well, what scares the hell out of you. Like you could dead doesn't mean he's suffering. Imagine losing a limb yeah, or a few. A, you but get he's a cool still metal bad. arm or leg. All right, freaking eye robot. <laughs> no, well, I I'm a very optimistic person. The the people that know me that listen to this, they know how how positive I am. You know, I I would never want to die. Because I know it would affect my family yeah. very bad. But I'm also not afraid of it because it could just happen unexpectedly. All right. So I'm not saying it won't. Like, I agree, you know, to that extent. Like, we, it, it can happen unexpectedly. I don't, you know, I, I don't think I, I fear it to the point where I'm, like, super cautious about every, every and anything. Right. Like I said, it's just, I'm just the type to fear, like, what comes with it you right know? you're afraid of a long you know suffering right that leads to death right exactly but are you afraid of suffering if it leads to recovery like if you get out of it are you or do you just fear the suffering itself the suffering itself i, I so just, you don't fear death mm, I, I it's like being afraid of heights you're not afraid of the heights you're afraid of falling 
Ooh. That's exactly okay. interesting. All right. <laughs> that is very interesting. That's a fire line. Because I dead ass hate hikes. Roller coasters, hate them. I did them, hate them. Uh, yeah, nah. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I did virtual reality about this time last year. And <laughs> listen, bro, one of the uh, courses uh, was we were like, so we're, you start on the ground and you have to enter an elevator. And as you go up the elevator, the door opens at like the highest floor. You don't know what floor it is, but when the door opens, it's just a plank. Like the, the exit is a, you have to walk on a plank and you're just obviously like on the highest floor. So I'm again, this is virtual reality and I'm over here shaking, bro. (laughs) I like, it's dead ass scary. And I, and I guess, I guess you're right. I, I would be afraid of falling because at that, at that point, I was definitely afraid of falling, even though obviously I'm not going to fall. But it was just, uh, I guess. It, but in virtual yeah. reality, you're like invincible. So why exactly. Would you, so you're OK. <laughs> yeah. OK. I see, I'm afraid of the fall. Exactly. Not the- <laughs> so if, if, imagine like I fell in real life. Actually, never mind. Forget what I was supposed to say. I don't know. I don't know where the real life was going to go. Yeah. Death, death is such a complicated subject. Yeah. But. You know, if if you do fear it, you know, everybody has their reasons. But, you know, I just can't understand why someone would. Basically. All right. So uh, basically, you're just saying don't fear death to the point where you're being overly cautious. I'm Obviously, gonna, be cautious about everything. And right. Be, I'm not going to go super reckless on the road. I'm right, not going to do like right. super risky stuff. Just live your life. Don't be afraid. Right. Of exactly. Don't not be don't be afraid to live your life the Absolutely. way you want to live it just Absolutely. because, you know, you're afraid of how you're going to die. Yeah. You know, I've done a lot of risky things in my life. Um, I've gone scuba diving. I've ridden tons of roller coasters. I've cliff jumped before. I've gone zip lining however many times, mm. you know, and we live in a, you know, in an environment where snow and rain are always hitting us constantly mm-hmm. making the road super slippery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you die, you die. If you die, you die. <laughs> All right, and well, you're, and it's gonna happen regardless. You're, you're gonna leave. <laughs> you're gonna leave a legacy. You know, no matter no matter who you are, you're gonna impact someone's mm-hmm. life. You know, everyone has family. You know, some people might be distant from their family, but you know, once they hear about it, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna affect somebody for sure. So this is why, like you know, when I die, you know. You know, maybe maybe the future will allow us to just not die. That would be cool. Like, what about what actually? If, that I, sounds I think that'd like, be horrible. Yeah, now that I think about it, living too but, long. But uh, yeah, I guess so. Or maybe maybe living longer because a but lot of people, people have are, lived to a hundred and thirty. Like, I think the oldest person was like almost a hundred and fifteen or something like that. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. That is five times my age, <laughs> and I've been on this earth twenty three years. Which is yeah, that's insane. So, would you want to live that long? I'm 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 grinning right now because I'm trying to think. Um, no, I I do. You, do you know when you want to die? If you had a yeah, choice? like age ninety. Oh, okay. There's people out there that like <laughs> they say after a certain age, like there's no point of living because you're just so old. And and I 100 percent disagree <laughs> with that. Like you you well, I mean, so you know at a, at a certain age you're gonna get old and feeble. But mm-hmm. you're so young right now. You can do a lot of things to to keep your body strong. So, That's true. and you, there's a lot of 
I guess a lot of older people, elderly, that are doing great right now because they took care of themselves when they were younger. Yep. You can still do go a to lot. The, go to any YMCA and you're going to see a oh, lot of bro, old live people strong, working man. out. Yeah. Live strong, bro. They, they be... And I, I feel bad for some of them because I feel like they're in the Live Strong program because they didn't, you know, uh, keep their body in shape while they were younger. So now that they're old, they're trying to uh, yeah, which isn't right, which is not a bad thing at all. They're they're putting in the effort to to keep going strong. Absolutely, absolutely. So we talked a lot about death. And, you know, obviously Kobe's death was very real. Um, you know, it impacted a lot of people. But what about faking death? How how do you guys feel about that? Me personally, um, I don't believe in faking death. You know, there are a lot of rumors going around that Juice World faked his death, but. I, I just don't see me wasting time believing that when he's just gone. Right. Like, mm-hmm. if he faked his death, he clearly just wants to be left alone or anything like that. So, what does it matter if it's real or not? Which is crazy to think about. Like, imagine he did fake his death to the. Like, imagine he was getting harassed to the point where he had to fake his death. Like, that was his only way out, which is insane. I, I don't think he faked his death, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Like, usually I don't believe in that kind of stuff, but like, when Juice World faked his death, there was just so many things going on, like popping up that kind of pr- like that would hint off like he could have faked his death. Sure. Like what was one of them? And one of his songs, he says that um, we're not making it past the 27. No, we're not making it past 21. He dies at the age of 21. And then he talks about the 27 club. What's that? Uh-huh. And yeah, that's what it was. It was like, what's um, what's the 27 club? What's that? We're not making it past 21. He dies at the age of 21, six days after his birthday, 27. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> there's some crazy theories going on about that. Or like, what's the big one? TikTok. If you ever like saw before, it was like in November. Yeah, I remember. They popped up with like his song and like people would do seizures with that song of his. Which was And then he the just happens well, yeah, to die crazy. in a seizure. But, but yeah. yeah, exactly. It, there's so much like... There's, there can be a lot of evidence to point at that. But at the end of the day, it's like... Do we all believe Tupac faked his death? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Well, what my answer would be like, I don't care. Yeah, I, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I really don't care. Like, there are, there are documentaries <laughs> yeah. and, like, you know, really in-depth videos. Maybe about I do that care because I, I, I find it interesting because imagine. I'm sure some people do. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe maybe I do care because that stuff is intriguing. Because, uh, like, imagine pulling that off. Like That would take what a lot. Exactly. <laughs> like, you, could you imagine just what went into that? Yeah. Like, Which, how big he was, you know, and just, yeah. you know, faking his death and moving somewhere where no one would see him which like, i think is impossible especially in this day and age <laughs> with all the technology we have nowadays yeah no it's like you know social media is so prevalent you know people film just about everything and put it on there right? it's so hard to believe that tupac found somewhere or juice world found somewhere that he can go to and that no one would report him and they could still live a positive life well i mean there's i feel like well like what would, would they would they really give this up you know, this life of luxury and life of publicity, obviously, you know, it takes a toll on them. But to go somewhere that doesn't have any technology or have any people for that kind of stuff, that's a whole different lifestyle. Well, there's a lot of things you could do. Imagine they like restructured, restructured their face or something. Then no like one plastic would know. surgery. Yeah, that 
That's a possibility. That's true. But to go through all that. Yeah. But but you're leaving your family too. I mean, not really. Well, yeah. It's, you can you can put them on. But then it, there's Some a chance of it. it's going to get leaked. Some of it depends on who it is. I was, I'm not saying uh that you know that that any of it is true, but Right. But but no no one can ever see say that it's true, but right. it's just the fact of the the thought of it. Yeah, no, the, I think the thought is people. is absurd for sure. Um, but I, I think it would be interesting to know or find out if, if someone actually like really pulled that off. Absolutely. I, you know, mm. does it intrigue me a little bit? So I, I can't really say that I don't care. But, you know, to go so in depth yeah, nah. and look for, you know, different things. It's like those people moved on. Those people, right. you know, are past. You know, obviously, even if they did fake their death, they just don't want to be seen anymore. Yeah. They don't want people to like me. Just a casual person on social media to care about them anymore. So, yeah. would you fake your death, Dan? I don't see why I would. <laughs> I do love attention. Yeah. Okay. Do. I mean, so I mean, you appreciate know, appreciate your honesty. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that are super huge, and you know, they hate paparazzi and they hate cameras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, will I ever get that big to experience it? Who knows? But if it does happen, I think I would be okay with it. I never really suffered from, you know, a lot of instability in my life where if I had so many people judging me of who I am, I'd be like, like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. You can edit that out. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting topic for sure. You know, death has so many ways of rearing around and, you know, coming forth in in unexpected ways. So, you know, what, what do you guys think about death? You know, the audience is who I'm talking to right now. Like, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that there is an afterlife? Do you guys think that, you know, you guys are re, you know, restructured into somebody else? Or, you know, would you ever want to fake your death if, you know, you got too much attention on yourselves? You know, you know, there's some things to think about for sure. So, um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for episode two of the Chopping It Down podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a heavy handed subject. So, you know, if you made it this far, Thank you guys so much for listening. You know, we appreciate every single one of you for tuning in on Spotify and Anchor and wherever else we're going to put, you know, the first couple episodes. So we really want to, you know, make sure to take the time and thank you guys for, you know, the overwhelming support that I could have never expected for putting out, you know, just a few guys talking into some microphones, you know, about whatever topics, you know, intrigue us and hopefully that intrigue you guys to, you know, really think about. So uh that's it thanks thanks for listening you guys got any uh final words i guess that was it that was your final words chopping it down all right thank you guys (laughs) you know how this works